LeeTDickey.com. Do you have an event or occasion coming up that could use a special touch? Perhaps a wedding, a production, a show? Good! Then you're in luck. Haley Moores is who you're looking for. Haley is a makeup artist in the Toronto, Ontario area, specializing in bridal, glam, natural, and special effects. She's incredibly talented, professional, easy to work with, and has a personality that is second to none. To book Haley Moores today, follow her on Instagram at mad underscore malash, that's M-A-D underscore M-I-L-A-S-H, or email her at madmalash, again, that's M-A-D-M-I-L-A-S-H, at gmail.com. Book Haley Moores today, you'll be glad you did. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Do you find yourself reminiscing on what life was like when you were younger? Do your favorite songs, movies, and TV shows instantly take you back to a simpler time? Great! Then you're in the right place. Join me, Lee Dickey, on my new web series and podcast, Yo Nostalgia, where I cover everything you grew up with. From films and toys to fads and trends, Yo Nostalgia has it all. Subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. Follow along on social media at Yo Nostalgia Show to keep up on this time-traveling trip. Yo Nostalgia, breathing new life into your memories, available everywhere now. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Do you enjoy good conversation? Are you a person with many passions? Perfect! Then the Beats and Speaks podcast is for you! Join me, Lee Dickey, every Friday for stories and interviews about everyday life with everyday people about everyday things. Everyone has a story, and I just want to help them tell it. The Beats and Speaks podcast, your everyday life, everyday stories, everyday people, comedy and entertainment audio joyride. Subscribe and download on LeeTDickey.com, TV on YouTube, and your favorite podcast app. The Beats and Speaks podcast, available everywhere now. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com What's going on, everybody? Lee Dickey here. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Today, this week, I want to give you my opinion on Microsoft Windows updates. But before we get into all things Bill Gates and Microsoft in terms of their computer updates and what have you, I want to tell you where you can find the Beats and Speaks podcast. Of course, new episodes of the Beats and Speaks podcast are released every single Friday on my official website, LeeTDickey.com, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. We're also on YouTube under Lee Dickey TV. Of course, all those links and information down in the description and show notes below. Thank you very much. Please do comment, like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube under Lee Dickey TV. For all the information, go to LeeTDickey.com. Of course, the links are down below. Thank you. Now, if you could, please rate us five stars and leave reviews too, if you would, please. And thank you on your favorite podcast app and player of choice. Leave your comments, questions, send them to leetdickey at gmail.com. Guest requests, topic requests, anything you want to talk about, email me at leetdickey 
at gmail.com. Follow along with me and the show at Lee T. Dickey on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. That's the handle at Lee T. Dickey. Now that all that housekeeping is out of the way, let's get into the real main event, get into why you are really here, and that is my opinion on Microsoft Windows updates right here on a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast, which starts right now. All right, so yes, my opinion on Microsoft Windows and the amount of updates that it has. There's no denying that if you are as old as I am or you have an extensive history with Microsoft and with Windows, you do realize and you do remember the amount of updates that comes along with that operating system. Now, not going to lie, they have gotten better. They have improved. I do not have experience with Microsoft Windows after Windows 7, and that's the operating system that I'm currently running right now for basically what is the laptop that I use to edit the show and to basically do all my browsing and downloading and what have you. It's a Microsoft uh, Windows 7 laptop from 2010, okay? It's a near, by the time you guys hear this, I will have probably just passed the 10-year mark of having that laptop. So it's a Microsoft 7 or Windows 7 uh, laptop. Um, I have extensive experience with, you know, Microsoft and computers and things like that. The first family computer that I remember us having was an MS-DOS... 486 that my dad basically brought home from the office that he worked in. I'm not even sure that, I think his boss was either trying to get rid of it or just said, here, you can have it. I I don't know how old the computer actually is, but it's a a DOS 486. We still have it. It's down in the basement. Um, It's actually still in my house. So it's an MS-DOS 486. We got it in about 1995. And... I think my dad put like some sort of writing uh, program on it and it came with a copy of Snake. You remember that simple computer game that was basically on most early cell phones back in the day? Love that thing, by the way. I, I thought it was just like the greatest thing. It was cool. And it like when you turned it on, it had like this orange hue, like the monitor itself was orange. Like you just see orange. There was no other color. It just looked like a Reese peanut butter cup meets a root beer float on, you know, a computer screen. It was just like, okay, it's like orange and black. It, yeah. So it looked kind of, it, it looked weird, but it was cool. Like I mainly was there for Snake. I thought that was like the coolest thing back in like 95. It was always like, oh, cool. I'm going to go down to the basement because that's where we put it and play around a Snake or, you know, that's what gaming was back in those days. Like, I think I might have had uh, a Sega Genesis at that point. But, like, you know, in about 95, like, my exposure to gaming was like Snake on that old MS-DOS 486 machine that we still have. It's just down in the basement. And, you know, we went from there to... I, I can't even remember how we got our next computer. But we went from there to a Microsoft Windows 3.11 machine that had like Solitaire and Minesweeper and several other things like Notepad, which I still use to this day. Like Notepad's one of my favorite programs to do things with, just not even to take notes. It's to legitimately, you know, write out descriptions 
with when it comes to like putting the episodes of this show and my other show yo nostalgia on uh, youtube and things like that i i keep hard copies or like copies of all the descriptions and things like that just because it makes things easier to transfer when it comes to say like using note it, it it really does if you use notepad and that's what i use to transfer things over to like the various sites that i upload these episodes to so it just makes things a whole lot easier for me to use notepad and it i remember it had notepad like i said it had minesweeper it had solitaire it may have had a few other programs too that i can't remember off the top of my head but we had that for i don't know maybe two three years like we got in about 98 and then we got another computer about a year later that was a windows 95 machine again that i think we may have donated or we may have gotten rid of or we may still have it i don't remember but you know we went from ms dos on a 486 to 3.11 and you know the machine that we had three i think it was 3.11 on was our you know the first foray into the internet when we had dial up and aol and things like that and i thought it was like the coolest thing it was like obviously you get on the information superhighway back in those days and this was like i don't know the mid like the like the late 90s say about 1998 or so and it was like the the greatest thing like we had gotten we had dial up we had aol for a short spell and then eventually we ended up getting like high speed internet you know when i got like an actual computer that could i could do things with and that was a dell uh a Dell computer in about 2001 that had Windows Millennium on it, which, and, you know, I'm not throwing shade at Microsoft, Bill Gates, or Steve Ballmer, whoever's in charge of the company now, but Millennium Edition was the bane of my existence. Like, at, say, 12 years old, I could easily, I didn't need an instruction manual to reinstall the operating system. I had to reinstall that operating system so many times that, like, I became an expert at it. Like, this is how you wipe the hard drive. This is how you start again. This is how you create a hard drive or like a partition. This is how you install it. Because back in those days, they gave you a hard copy of the, the sort of like a software copy of the operating system disk. And that's what I would use. I'd use the same license key because that's the one I had. And it was just like, okay, this is what you do. And I became an expert at it. And I'm like, okay, cool. This will be done in like an hour, hour and a half. Like it would take probably like at most two hours to do everything, but it's like, cool, this will take two hours and I'll have a brand new, I'll have a fresh start. And I had to do it so many times just because, you know, certain things would happen with that operating system that would just drive me up the wall. And when it came to like updates, I don't think the updates started until say around Windows XP, which I didn't have until many years later, but because I went from Millennium Edition to a Windows Vista laptop, and that's where the majority of the updates came in. XP was one of the greatest operating systems ever. I think it's only edged out, in my opinion, by Windows 7, which I think is one of the greatest operating systems that there is, and it's probably the best operating system that they've done. I don't have any experience with 8 or 10. I'm not even sure it's possible for me to even get a copy of 10 at this point. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I think that having you know experience with all these operating systems i'm just kind of like wow and then you have a good operating system like i didn't ever want to get rid of it i never want to get rid of my windows 7 machines and 
because I, I think that's the greatest operating system that they've done. Some people might say XP. I say 7. You know what I mean? But in between 7 and XP or XP and 7, however you want to. But in between those two operating systems, like the updates were there when it came to XP. But there weren't that many, at least that I could find. Although I wasn't really using 7 to begin with, like at the end of the day. Because I was... At the, I was so sick of dealing with Millennium Edition because I went from Millennium to XP. And that's basically, I had gotten a copy of, I bought a copy of XP and then, you know, obviously had a license key and whatever. And uh, I had installed it on that, what originally was a Windows Millennium machine, which, and even then it was like testing the machine's limits because XP obviously is exponentially better than Millennium and every operating system that came between Millennium and XP. So it's kind of like stretching the limits of that machine. But, you know, I eventually went from XP, which didn't have that many updates, to other than like the service packs. But going from XP to, say, Vista was, whoa! I mean, they had gotten it so right with uh, XP. And then you went to Vista and I was like, what is this? I couldn't necessarily route any of my recording gear through Vista without sort of some great difficulty because I'm also a musician and obviously podcasts and what have you. And at the time, like smartphones weren't really a thing. They didn't really have much capacity back in those days and they were just starting out. But, you know, I couldn't really route my recording gear through my Windows laptop back in those days really well. It, It just took a lot of finagling and a lot of just okay this has to go there but then you also have to install this and the amount of updates it was just like every time i'd want to shut everything off it would be like installing update one of 30 whatever or one of there was a period of time where i was like i think the most updates that i'd gotten up to on vista was 400 and something maybe 500 it was just like one of whatever it and I was just like, how many updates does this thing need? How many updates does this thing have to come with? I don't get it. I still have that laptop, by the way, and it's still got Vista on it. But still, it was such a pain because it was like, update, update, update. Like, why does it need that many updates all at once? I don't get it. I really, once it got to Vista, I really had forgotten how to reinstall an operating system because that's, I think, when they pretty much revamped how to install everything or how to reinstall everything. They didn't really give you, they didn't, I didn't have a a physical copy of a Vista disc. Like that you had to create that on your own. I don't know why they just didn't ship it. I suppose maybe it was because of piracy, uh, the whole piracy thing. But still, I mean, if you're going to sell somebody a three to $500 piece of software, it doesn't come with a disc. So if anything happens, you can reinstall it. Like back in those days, it didn't make any sense to me. You know, and then something happened with that laptop. I think it had fallen off my desk and I just couldn't get it to work. And this was like, I don't know, a couple of years after having it, maybe two and a half years after having it. And that's when I got to a Windows Vista or a Windows 7 machine, mind you. And that's the one I've had ever since. So that's almost 10 years. And probably by the time you guys hear this, it will be right at 10 years of me having that same laptop with Windows 7 on it or just past the 10-year mark, because I got that laptop in October of uh, 2010. And it's the best operating system that I've used, again, with having no experience with 8 or 10. I think 7 is the best operating system that they've had. I've never 
I didn't really have a problem with the amount of updates that Seven had. I mean, yes, there were some times where there was just an exponential amount of updates where I was just like, okay, can we just stop it now? Because I want to shut this off and I have places to go, people to see and things to take care of. But you got to wait for the updates, right? And I shut my computer off every night, shut my router off and whatever. I like, I just shut everything down just because that's how I am and how I've been taught, you know, by my parents and what have you. But I just, you know, the amount of updates and going through like a history of, you know, Microsoft and the amount of, the amount of history that I've had with Microsoft Windows and the updating and what have you, that's just, there's a bit of the history and my feelings on the amount of updates that Windows has in its arsenal. I just think that it's, there's a bunch and it, at points there, it just, it's unnecessary and didn't really need to be the way that it was. I don't know if 8 or 10 had the same issues with updates and the amount of updates that there were but those of you that have had experiences with 8 and Windows 10 can let me know in the comments and in in your reviews on your respective podcast apps please and thank you and on my my official website leetdicky.com now to be fair I have always wanted to go Mac I've just they've always been a bit too rich for the blood a bit too out of my price range and maybe eventually I will get to go, at some point I will go the Apple MacBook route. I just, you know, that's just one of those things that I know it's attainable. Maybe someday I'll get there. But for now, I'm running on a 10-year-old Windows 7 machine. And to be fair, I just use that editing machine, or I use the Windows 7 laptop from about 10 years ago to pretty much edit the podcast and the video. It's pretty much an editing an editing machine now and a basic browsing machine and that's pretty much what I use it for. But there you go. My opinions on the amount of Windows updates and a bit of my history with Microsoft Windows and its various operating systems that I've had come through this house. But thank you all again for listening. Please do comment, like, share, and subscribe. Find us on your favorite podcast app and player of choice, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. We're on YouTube as well under Lee Dickey TV. All information is available at my official website, LeeTDickey.com. All that information, of course, is down in the show notes and description. Thank you all again for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to follow along with the show and me, at Lee T. Dickey on social media. Send your comments, questions, guest requests, topic requests, and anything you want to talk about. Send me send me an email to LeeTDickey at gmail.com. All right, thank you once again for tuning in this week to a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. I've been your host, Lee Dickey, and I am signing off. Peace! ETDickey.com